This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Well, hello and welcome back to the E-Commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Masters from Bobsled Marketing. And today on the show, doing well by doing good, a company with a social mission that is also financially sustainable and profitable. How can both of those things be true, especially when selling on Amazon? I was really intrigued by this discussion because often, especially in consumable products, it can be pretty cutthroat from from that perspective. But this is one brand that's really stuck true to their core purpose and are seeing great results on Amazon through their differentiation. So I'll introduce our two guests today. Jerry Tenenberg is the founder of Think Organic, a branded manufacturer that sells organic herbs and spices. Jerry's a real pioneer in the organic space, having created one of the first natural food supermarkets in the US in 1977 and having traveled the world to locate and organize organic farming production. Jerry tells a lot more of his story in the podcast today, so I'll I'll keep it brief, but today Think Organic is a supplier to major food companies, big box retailers, and having their own brand of Think Organic herbs and spices that are sold on Amazon and elsewhere. And also joining us is Jeff Helfand. Prior to starting up Think Organic with Jerry, Jeff has been in the e-commerce industry since the late 90s. His past digital roles have been at Fog Dog Sports, ConsumerReview.com, Power Reviews, Beats by Dr. Dre, and Monster Cable. And today, Jeff is the general manager and vice president of e-commerce at Think Organic. Before we get started and into the discussion, I want to mention that Think Organic is a client of Bobsled Marketing. And let's jump into the discussion with Jeff and Jerry. So welcome to the show, Jeff and Jerry. Thank you. It's fun to be here. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for asking us along. Sure. So I'd like to start with Jerry. Could you tell us the story of Think Organic? Okay. Depending on how far you want me to go back, because it's an evolution over a long period of time. But I had in the 1990s gotten into fresh herbs and then dehydrated herbs and then evolved to experimenting with organic growing, which I had already I always did, but I wanted to scale it up to see if I could do it commercially. So while I was doing that, I started having opportunities into other spice products. Everything kind of came together at one point where I met a fellow from Turkey who we spoke about several herbs that are grown there, wildcrafted, a few that were cultivated, and I mentioned I was really into doing everything organically someday, and he said that he'd be interested in that. Well, the interesting thing was that at that time, Philip Morris was going through its lawsuits and all of that, and they were pulling back on generational contracts for tobacco growing, 
and there were whole villages that were somewhat destitute. So he said that we could get one of the villages to start wild crafting oregano out of the hills and we could get organic certification on it. And then we could teach them how to cultivate it and get a sustainable program going with them. So that's just an example of kind of what happened from then on around the world. In Turkey there, we developed a number of items. And then I went into Egypt and did some more herbs there and then went to India and started putting programs together to transform some growers to organics. And we just built out this organic spice line. So we kind of pioneered the first full organic spice line in the industry. And we were supplying that industrially for some time. That company has become the largest industrial supplier of organic ingredient products. So I all along loved the creative side of things. I loved consumer products and had done this speeding up the story here to present day a couple of years ago, you know, had been doing the industrial supply for about 20 years and was helping that company along. But in the back, in my heart, I really wanted to do some kind of give back so that I could involve employees who had been with me for a while and then also look over the horizon how I could start doing consumer products with the knowledge base and all of these products that we had built upon. So that's where that idea came from for Think Organic, doing really great flavors and great spice and herb and botanical products and putting them out on e-commerce being the new the market of choice. That's where it came from and that's what we're doing right now. That's great. And so are all of your products organic? Yeah, 100%. That's all we do now. Back many years ago, once we got ahead of steam and I built out the full line and started to see it as a sustainable business, we jettisoned off the conventional product lines that we had and just focused on organic 100%. Mm. And so how did you arrive at the decision to sell these products on Amazon? Well, we were looking at, my partners and I were talking about doing some kind of horizontal growth for the company. And, you know, we looked at, okay, we could focus on food service. We could focus on big box stores. We could, you know, we looked at all the different market segments. And we originally thought that because we were focused on industrial supply and larger volumes, if we got into smaller package sizes that could cater to restaurants, cater to individuals, and handle even small business needs, that we could sell them on a website. So we started looking at building out a website, and through that process, saw that Amazon was going to be probably the best all-inclusive bang for the buck in that we would gain education of how to sell online. We would gain their expertise on how they built methodology and worked e-commerce. And then just the volume and the speed and the scale that we could move at, we thought we had products that would work well there. So that's how we got there. And 
this is a question for Jeff. So your products are often priced at a premium to others in the category. And lots of people assume that shoppers are mostly concerned with price when they're shopping on Amazon. Can you tell me about how you differentiate when selling a premium product on Amazon? So I think it's a bit of a a mixed bag because the spice industry as a whole, there is some commoditization of it. And I previously came from electronics and sporting goods. And of course, those are heavily commoditized with exceptions of when you when you talk about companies such as Nike or Apple. And I think that those companies really are the ultimate best practice for a marketer to study how they build brand, how you create an emotional a connection with your customer and to help them understand the value. So what I found was really interesting. I did not have food experience other than enjoying eating like everyone else (laughs) prior to meeting Jerry. It was really a happenstance, you know, meeting him and finding this opportunity to partner with him. And what I think is kind of interesting that I've learned is even though we're in the organics business, it feels like there should be some halo, right? You're doing great things. It's organic. Well, what does that mean? And who's actually enforcing that? Who's watching that? And what I discovered was, you're right, there are a lot of brands or non-brands, especially in the Amazon marketplace, which is very broad, you know, who buy products through brokers and the concept of chain of custody of those goods is very questionable. What I found, and this is hopefully will directly answer your question, is we're we're really the only player that has the relationship from the dirt to the table, right? It's not it's not a saying farm to table. Literally, Jerry spent decades walking the globe, working with these farmers and their families helping them build a better income, better future. I've seen so many photographs of Jerry with these families and sharing meals with them. So there's this authentic foundation. So now we know the source. We can help educate them. We can have the right product created and then go through the transfer, you know, the harvesting, the processing, the transference of the goods moving it into the United States, into our production facility in Nevada. So we have chain of custody the whole way. So at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're trying to educate our customers and future customers that when you're buying a product from Think Organic, that you are getting something that is safe, something that tastes amazing, and you can trust us. And I, and I think that's how you sustain a proper margin. Mm. And as far as the premium aspect you talk about, there's inherently going to be some difference between conventional product and organic product. All our products are now termed ready to eat, RTE. And that means that they're safe They've been tested for pathogens and parts per billion. 
They've been tested for heavy metals. They've been tested for pesticides, herbicides, and, and all of that's negative. But the pathogenic negativity is done with organic methodologies. And, you know, these are costly in time and process. And then the fertilizers that are used are natural, they're sustainable, they're not destroying topsoils, they're not destroying the agricultural balance and the balance in soil. So all the methodology is real, it's going to cost a little bit more, and that delivers into the price for the product. But, you know, the more that we build in volume now, these price differentials have really come down quite a ways. The other thing for us, you know, we focus on it being a food product. So instead of doing what many of the spice companies will do, they'll take salts and sugars and maltodextrins and they'll plate flavors onto them and a lot of times artificial flavors. And that's a very inexpensive way to deliver spice blends. But we keep our salts to a minimum, our sugars, if we're going to use them for the sweetness in the blend itself, we keep that to a minimum when we really depend on 100% food product and real ingredients. So all of that goes into that differential. But as I said, if yeah. you really look at it overall these days, it's come down quite a ways. Terry, I think one of the things I would riff on what Jerry just said is how we translate it to an Amazon product page, right? Yeah, that'd be great to hear about. And yep. taking taking that story his story, the company's story, integrating with high quality imagery. And to this day, you know, the concept, you know, how we always say content, content, content is king. And it's really true. It's not just for SEO. It's very much about conversion because it influences the discovery of product, it influences search, and it and greatly influences conversion. And since we're focused on talking about e-commerce today, I think taking all these complex elements and these stories and distilling them down to an easy-to-consume product page is ultra-critical today. And it's one way that I do think that we stand by ourselves, but obviously it's a best practice that everyone should do if they're going to if they're going to sell online let alone Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. That that makes a lot of sense cuz there's lots of people out there specifically looking for organic and better for you products that have that certification but then you also have an opportunity to educate people who might be researching and comparing what is the difference? Why is it worth considering this product and so that's really helpful. Thank you for sharing that. Something that strikes me also about your overall business, your approach to business is that you're doing well by doing good. And so that's, you know, in the nature of the product itself, being organic, and also in a lot of your business practices as well. So could you tell me about some of the ways that you're you're doing that and why that's important to you? Well, for me and my life and my life experience, I've been fortunate to have reasons to seek out alternatives to what I was being told from an early age as the way things are done and the way they ought to be. And a big part of that was health, wellness, 
and mind and spirit. I just found through that experience that by putting into practice the thinking that we're all connected and the smallest effort you make in everything you do has very, very important ramifications in the whole scheme of things. There's a a famous saying, for want of a pin, the cosmos collapse. And, you know, I think we all have a little bit of that belief in our heart that when you do your best and you do well in it, it's in sync with what is the right thing, the best thing, the higher level of action and virtue, so to speak, that there's something magic and special about it. And I've had enough of those connected dots in my life where I kind of live by that as best I can. And I'm not Mm. saying that, you know, to point to myself. I'm saying that, that I do believe that way. So with, you know, early on in my experience with food that goes back over 40 years now, right from the get-go, I wanted healthy, meaningful, righteous food, diet, education for myself, for others around me. And I've just seen how that's geometric, how it, you know, touches people. You know, if there's another famous saying, if you change yourself, you'll change a thousand. So I believe in those things. And with spices, especially just, you know, the simple vibration, let's say, of doing it right, doing it clean, doing it real, doing it meaningfully right from the soils and knowing these farmers can get the chemicals out of their whole supply chain and protect themselves, protect them, their families and all of that, the rewards come in it. And if you see that you can sustain a business doing all of that, then it's only touching everyone along the way. We always say that because we go through so many pounds of product every year, we're touching millions of meals. And, you know, it's simple foundational basics of being in the food industry, which is great. It's great to be with food because everyone loves it so much. It's great to be in spices, you know, spice of life. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's meaningful. It's flavor. But then this thing of organic on top of that and that it's real. You know, I've, I've climbed mountains in China to make sure the water sources are clean and that I can sleep at night knowing that this stuff is real. It's solid. It's doing what we say it can do. That touches everybody. And it's meaningful on that level alone. And then the rest of it's just detail. Love it. And so do you see for you, is it important that these practices tie back to commercial outcomes? Do you, do you see these business practices tying back to commercial outcomes or do you focus on other metrics to measure how you're doing as a company? Well, you have to be responsible to, I mean, that's part of sustainability. If I don't have the profitability and I have to tell people I I can't employ them anymore, that's not part of my goal either. You know, as a business owner, on many levels, you suffer greatly over the journey of 
putting something up and making it happen, emotional stress, the physical stress, all of that stuff, that's where, to me, the question becomes, are you doing that because you see profit and money at the end of the line, or do you see success at the end of the line? And for me, it was success. And it was part of that give back thing I was talking about that I wanted to stand up a company that goes into the future that's going to be able to employ more people in a different way and allow people to go on their own journey and be successful and kind of take over from what I've been able to do in my life. So I I think that's more of the focus for me personally. And I think for Jeff also, I mean, he could go various places with the talents that he has, and yet he's committed himself and dedicated himself to this journey of Think Organic and doing it for many of the same reasons that I am. And Jeff, you can speak to that yourself if you'd like. Yeah, I agree. I wish I was as virtuous as Jerry, but I'm working on it a few more decades. <laughs> It'll rub off. <laughs> It'll rub off. The magic dust yeah. rub off, right? But a lot of, yeah, a lot of good has rubbed off. And, you know, I can speak to the reality of what he just said because, you know, personally, I get the feeling when I have conversations with Jerry, he cares as much about my family my wife and daughter and how we're doing in life overall, then, you know, how do we do today? I mean, we, we talk more on a personal level and, you know, enjoy each other's company. And obviously building a business is a serious thing, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it in a way that has, I guess, love and passion as part of the ingredients. I know it probably sounds kind of fake. And believe me, I was the hardcore electronics guy. I came from a pretty cutthroat market. And, you know, I enjoy getting up each morning and doing what I'm doing. And, you know, one of the measurements, Carrie, is product reviews. Hmm. So, you know, you look at, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty new overall to Amazon. We've been on the platform for I believe in earnest, probably a year and a half from a calendar perspective, maybe two years. But, you know, we have many thousands of positive customer reviews. We have many store positive reviews. And the way that people describe our products, like you can tell you're being successful by reading what they write. And of course, we, connect with those that are not so happy with us and see if we can get them in that place. But, you know, I think that's, you know, he's speaking the truth. Mm. Yeah. I can only say from my perspective, we're in an incredible war for talent right now in the e-commerce space. And this is one of the, everyone I speak to in the Amazon space, in e-commerce is going through the same thing, which is just a, a real dearth of talent availability and differentiating as an employer, there's lots of different ways to do that. But what you just spoke to, Jeff, is like this is this is a legitimately energizing place to work and I feel cared for it. And I feel like I'm doing good. So I'm I'm going to stay here because it's serving some more like vocational needs rather than, you know, jumping around to necessarily where is gonna give you the best paycheck. So just from that perspective the team engagement and retention must be a huge, a huge benefit that you see. 
Yeah, I mean, like, so I'm an old dog, right? I've been doing this since the late 90s, all the way back to, you know, being part of the original team that built Bog Dog Sports and did the whole IPO thing. And, you know, I've been through this a number of cycles. I was always kind of dismayed, to be honest, in terms of like how short careers can be. You can, I, I mean, I, I certainly know of many people who, you know, they put in a year to 18 months and then they're off to the next opportunity. And I realized that our world of, you know, our parents and maybe they're working for an IBM or General Electric and they stay there for their whole career. Well, unfortunately, those days are kind of gone unless you work for the government. (laughs) And I do believe in building something. And each stage in my career, I have gone to an earlier and earlier aspect. And with Think Organic, I literally met Jerry when this was an inception, right? It was an idea. So to be able to take my experience and partner with him to build a business from the ground up and to have the level of success that we've had in just a few years I wouldn't trade that for anything. Yeah, can get more money elsewhere or whatever. But, you know, being happy every day is incredibly valuable. Mm. That's really powerful. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. So just changing pace a little bit. I'm curious, what's what's exciting you in the world of e-commerce right now? Continued growth. And (laughs) I feel like you know the concept of surfing, right? You get on your board, you paddle out, you get in the lineup, and you're trying to predict that next surge that looks like it's the right one for you. And timing-wise, that is kind of the position that I feel that I'm in. With them as much success as we have, we're still extremely young, and we have a lot of life ahead of us, a lot of growth ahead of us, a lot to achieve. And I feel like, one, the grocery space overall, which is, you know, as a macro category, that's what we fall under, right? That is an aspect of e-commerce, a channel within e-commerce that I think is incredibly nascent. I remember, you know, back in the early days, you know, trying to figure out how to sell sporting goods online. And we're all perplexed on how would we sell apparel online? It's like, oh, you've got to, you know, you've got to try it on. You need to see the colors. You need to feel the fabrics. And, you know, as we all know, I mean, hindsight's a great thing. And now we look back and see what a large vertical apparel and footwear is, right? Food in general has been slow. I think that's partly a trust issue. I think that that There's a large percentage of households, no matter what your demographic, that is still very comfortable going into the grocery store and picking everything that they put into their basket. And then comes along the pandemic. And the pandemic has been a considerable force in the food industry. Obviously, it's put a a lot of strain on supply chain. And those are things that we actively work through, but it has placed the importance of what we do on a much higher level and the adoption of what was traditionally, I believe, just 
aligned as a brick and mortar sale to suddenly flourish online and then dealing with the challenges of how do you translate that in-store experience? And there are many ways to do that. I just think that's what I feel is new. It's not like, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would say, well, integration with social and with influencers and that stuff is great and that stuff is powerful. And I love the fact that we can kind of democratize influence in business and someone can sit at their desk and make a very popular YouTube channel and all of a sudden they're driving millions of dollars in sales. I like it. I live it. I eat it. But I think overall, our particular vertical is poised for some really explosive growth. And that is honestly what has me the most excited. Excellent. Right. Well, before we jump off, is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience today? Well, of course, I'd love for them to check us out. Obviously, we are on Amazon. Our store is called Think Organic. And the products are branded as High Quality Organics Express. We have good 50 some odd SKUs for people to try out. And I'd be happy to provide you with a coupon code, Carrie. Yeah, we could put that in the show notes for sure. Yeah. That, okay. That'd be great. Yeah. Excellent. Jerry, anything from you? No, really appreciate the opportunity and the reach and meeting you and making a connection and there's a reason behind everything so i see it as a great step in the journey and hopefully we can do it again yeah thank you so much jeff and jerry talk to you soon